Hola, what is going on, everybody? I hope uh, hope you guys are all doing well. Hope everybody here listening is safe. Uh, we're back with Up in Your Business, another awesome episode. Uh, we're both really excited about this one. We had a really great time with Chris of Providence Bagel. Oh yeah. Um, the name says it all. They're a bagel shop in Providence. Uh, if you don't know them, you need to know them. More than uh, just Providence. Yeah, more than just Providence. They've expanded to uh, URI in uh, North Kingstown, right? Yep. URI. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and Kingston, I guess. Kingston, yeah. yeah. And um, and then they have another location as well in North Providence. So, yeah. Um, and he expanded two locations in one year. Yeah. Which, yeah. I think two of them came within like six months or something. That's but, insane. Um, this is a really, really fun episode. Uh, learned a lot about um, a really cool shop and uh, Chris is a great guy, super busy. And so uh, really appreciative of him coming in. So hopefully you guys will enjoy that. Um, right now we're all kind of stuck in a little quarantine. Yep. Yeah. You can also watch Netflix and do nothing. They got some good shows yeah. out going right now. Yeah. There's not, you know, Mike and I were just talking uh, the Hillary Clinton documentary on Hulu seems really interesting. I'm two episodes in your, how many? Three? Five? I finished it. Oh, you finished yeah, it? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. He finished it. Uh, no spoilers here, but, uh, I finished two episodes, uh, looks really interesting. Um, so far really good. Um, also Spencer confidential on Netflix. Oh yeah. I watched That's that a on great one. Saturday or something. I just watched that last night with Mark Wahlberg. Um, it's like a funny drama. I, I, I liked it a lot. Yeah. And it's about, um, it's fictional obviously, but it involves Boston police. So it's close to home, which is pretty yeah. cool. Um, I always I, find movies in Boston more interesting for some reason. Cause you can recognize it all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I always see all the places. What's I'm that like, oh, bridge? The, that. the famous bridge, the Tappan. Tappan Z. Is that Tappan Z bridge? Yeah. Or the Zacom. The Zacom. That's what yeah. I'm thinking of. The one next to the garden. Yeah. Yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I actually yep. downloaded, um, before my plane flight, uh, my plane ride home, I downloaded, uh, 1917. Oh yeah. I've still I been spent, meaning to watch it. <laughs> guess how much money I spent to watch 1917. Ooh. It was on the plane. Uh, no, I bought it off iTunes. Oh, 20 bucks. Yeah. 20 bucks for one watch. My brothers are like, you're insane. Did you watch it? Oh yeah. Was it good? Oh yeah. It's all like one continuous shot. Really cool. Well, it's not actually one continuous right, shot, right, but they make it seem like that. Yeah. And I was reading online how like, it's a movie where they don't use the same location twice. Yeah. So it's constantly moving. That's um, cool. That, and then, you know, if you want to get a little intense, there's an F1 series on netflix oh yeah you're watch. excited about that yeah it's actually yeah. really really it's filmed very well um and who knew that racing was actually that intense and that cool yeah and then last we got den of thieves on my, oh i on my love list. that movie yeah. that is the best i've actually seen it and i actually might watch it again because oh, really? it, it's just so good yeah it's so it's good if anybody so hasn't well. seen den of thieves one of my top tens huge basically it's, it's about a ginormous like uh bank robbery like business yeah. not, not a business but a whole string of bank robberies by this one group they rob a ton of banks in la and um just super interesting that one's a really good one yeah if you need any other uh netflix or hulu recommendations hit us up yeah we'll be happy to share also feel free to head to our instagram leave a comment with some of your recommendations or send us a dm with what you recommend we'll put some put some stuff out there yeah. um keep uh keep yourself occupied during during yes. these times you know stay positive stay occupied and stay positive We'll all come out from this on top. We have been through a lot and we will keep fighting. Um, <laughs> also two announcements or maybe just one, uh, office renovations are midway slash almost at the end. Yep. Um, so next time you see video of the pod, um, after this episode, this episode was filmed last week. Um, but next time you see them, space is going to look yeah. a lot nicer which is half the reason why we don't have cameras out right now because Correct. the office is a mess Disaster. there is crap everywhere yes. but the walls look pretty good painted the i must walls say look amazing yeah. so uh painting is almost done but it's looking incredible um we'll have some photos up probably on the focus forward page as well as uh you know we'll share them on the up in your biz pod um but really excited to share what the space looks like we will like. have to have like a like a springtime yeah. new uh little party once this, maybe. yeah once this thing blows yeah. over we'll uh yeah show off the new just don't get my damn walls dirty because i just painted yeah them. yeah you could better be careful around these walls <laughs> um so that's that and um other than that enjoy this episode um again chris from providence bagel a uh, lot of talk about business yeah. different challenges in expanding expanding rapidly um because that is what chris did and um, some cool talks about the future, um, 
and hopefully this will bring a lot of value to any uh, any entrepreneurs out there, especially anybody in the restaurant industry. So uh, enjoy. Oh, and as a side note, yep. this was recorded a week ago. Yes. So there's some mention of uh, this virus going around, but yeah. uh, you obviously know, things have changed. Things might have changed a little bit. So, so yeah, just keep that to in give mind. a heads up. Enjoy. Here we are. We're back. Another episode of Up In Your Business. Uh, we are here with Chris, pronounce your last name again. Waiteka. Waiteka. Chris Waiteka from Providence Bagel. And you're the owner. Correct. Awesome. Um, so it's actually funny. I was telling Chris the story as we were walking up the stairs. Mike and I were in Providence Bagel, what, a week, week two, two weeks ago maybe, um, standing in line grabbing coffee and, and a sandwich. And I see this guy walk out and he looks important. And I'm like, he's got to be the owner. Uh, I think you were wearing almost the same shirt. And I was, <laughs> he, had, he had a vest on. I was like, this guy kind of looks official. He's kind of running around the kitchen a little. And he jumps outside and runs into his car. And I was like, he looks like the owner. I'm like, damn. What kind of car was he driving? Maybe that Subaru, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. All, right. all right. All right. Sometimes I have a good memory. <laughs> that, that's good. Right. And um, <laughs> so, you know, I was like, damn. I was like, Providence Bagel would be a sweet episode for the podcast. So I was like, oh, I'm going to send him a message. And sure enough, you got back to me pretty quickly, too. Yeah, I think so. that's my problem sometimes. <laughs> you I answer right quick. away. Yeah. Yeah. Do you <laughs> so, run your own social media account? I do everything. Yeah. You do? Jesus. Cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Good for you. Imagine. You guys Everyone kill it on there me, too. Like, when are you gonna, you know, give that off to someone? It's so hard to. Oh, yeah. so, I can imagine. I mean, we, the bakers, our baking team now has access to it. Even to give them the password to it was a little bit of a, <laughs> yeah. uh, a little bit like oh, I'm afraid to give yeah. them that. And I literally had to give them a rundown of like, here's the rules. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> don't do this. But I'm sure they get some great photos. They totally have. To. Yeah, they have to. Yeah, I mean, and they you don't have to stories. be up at like what, like five, six in the morning to get those photos. You can just yes. rely on them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. Um, all right. So Chris, I don't know if you're too familiar with the, our podcast, but we start off with a segment called 20 questions. Cool. Um, so it's kind of rapid fire. Uh, so do your best to try it off. Try not to think. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite color. Blue. Favorite snack. Oh, cereal. iPhone or Android. iPhone. Left or right. Left. Pick a number one to 10. Seven. Favorite number. Seven. Coffee or tea. Coffee. Favorite drink. Gatorade. Iced coffee or hot coffee? Iced. Steak or chicken? Steak. Oreo or Chips Ahoy? Oreo. Favorite vegetable? Brussels sprouts. Prefer to work from home or in an office? Home. Clean desk or messy desk? Messy. Your biggest inspiration or role model? Gary V. Ooh, last time you ran a mile or close? This morning. Coolest place you've ever traveled? British Columbia. First job ever? <laughs> Carpet cleaning. Favorite day of the week? Saturday. Damn, that was fast. You're good. <laughs> I think you just became Mike's best friend with the Gary V. <laughs> Big Gary V. Oh, okay, me yeah, too. Yeah, he's and all I, about it. Gary V. From way back in the day. Yeah, I've been following for like maybe three years. Yeah, I feel like three ever since I've years. known you, you've been yeah. all about Gary V. Yeah. Some things well, he says, I just are dumb. Yeah. But <laughs> Take it with when a he tells you to go on free Craigslist and like sell everything, is just like. Yeah. But that's the one thing I'm like, no, nah, yeah. it's not gonna work. Like not that, to get but. too off track, but I can't get into the whole like. Trading cards are coming back and going uh, yeah, buying yeah, yeah, and rookie no. cards. Uh, no, I can't do that. I, Even though he, I don't know, he could know. be right. Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, he's only cool. time will tell. I think yeah. I used all of mine as like dirt bike sounds on my bike back in the day. So any good <laughs> cards I had are long gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this rookie card will do good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you said seven with pick a number one to ten, which is like ninety nine percent of people. I think just resort to seven interesting yeah. seven's uh, always my favorite number oh really okay yeah i always bet on seven when i go to the casino I'll, seven's always one at least i'll throw on roulette so that's funny that was a quick one though yeah that good was job. good that's probably good. the quickest yeah. <laughs> you might be yeah you might be one of the fastest <laughs> you guys need to start a timer yeah that's actually not a bad <laughs> i know <laughs> if you can get it done in under a minute well i don't know <laughs> uh all right so we're gonna get into it here um for the small percentage of people who are listening and maybe don't know what Providence Bagel is, give them, give them a quick rundown. Absolutely. Yeah. So we, uh, Providence Bagel is a bagel shop, obviously, uh, in Providence. So our first location is Providence. Uh, opened about three and a half years ago. Um, and we do everything baked from scratch. Um, we have everything from just bagels with cream cheese and breakfast sandwiches, deli sandwiches, mm-hmm. all sorts of different coffees. Uh, we do our own cold brew we keg our own cold brew we do nitro cold brew so we do everything super fresh don't even have a freezer in any of our stores really 
Yeah, so um, but we opened our second store a little over a year ago in North Providence, yeah. and then we opened our URI store in August. So, um, we're kind of our goal is to become a regional brand for bagels and okay. breakfast and coffee. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's I never thought it would be kind of what it's become. So that's cool. It must be cool to like kind of see where it, where it started. Obviously, where you know it started to what it is now. I mean, you guys are. Pretty iconic. Everybody knows Providence Bagel. It's yeah. It's it's got its challenges. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. I'm, sure. I'm a super humble person though. So when people ask me like, "Ah, oh, you must be killing it," I was like, "Yeah, we're we're doing good." Yeah. And uh, but it's it's definitely feels good to know that like something I started with no idea what I was getting myself into. Yeah. Kind of just had this idea and this kind of dream of doing this, and it's taken off. And you know things are good, so working out so far. Going way past expectations. It yeah, sounds yeah. Like so yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, our, our first Much year more to go. was crazy. And the thing is, is we ne- because we never expected to do that. What we're doing, there was a lot of challenges that came yeah. along with that. That's uh, good. Which I guess is a good problem. But at the same time, our first probably four months were terrible. Yeah, and we were so busy, we didn't know how to keep up, and you know, we didn't have the right people. And I thought, you know. It's like, oh, I can run this myself. Yeah. And that was totally wrong. <laughs> was, it, was it just you starting off? Or did you have a Yeah, I had a manager. A manager. Uh, that was not the person we needed, yeah. uh, which I found out pretty quickly. Mm. Um, but we had a good baking manager at that time who kind of figured things out as we went. But we were selling out, you know, five days a week uh, when we first opened, sometimes seven Jeez. days a week. And we just had to adapt so fast that it was definitely had its frustrating days where we were sold out by like 11 and we closed at five. I'm like, all right, well, closing up early, six hours early, but. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's a so blessing like, and a curse, I guess, right? Totally, yeah. totally. When you say like selling out every day, like almost like how, uh, like PV Donuts, like they only have a certain amount for every day. Correct, yeah. Okay. And wow. now we've gotten to the point where we have over three years of data. So we kind of know. You can anticipate. Yeah. And each store is a little different too. So, you know, North Providence has, but we are way better at keeping track of things. And yeah. every single day we're, you know, gathering data from the week, the Wednesday before, and then the Wednesday uh, from last year of the same week and all that stuff. So um, it definitely took a while though, but. So yeah. <laughs> speaking on like you, you know, you didn't say you didn't realize how you had to do all these managing things and growing the business. You didn't know you have to deal with all this stuff because you guys grew so rapidly. Uh, finding out that that manager wasn't the right fit. That's a pretty tough lesson to learn right off the bat and like having to act upon that. Yeah, Absolutely. Like, it was like the first that? week I realized it. Too. Oh, really? It was oh, fast. So, um, you know, that was definitely frustrating. But again, I, we never expected what, to, what we were going to have. So yeah. I thought we were going to have, you know, we started with what we called the soft opening yeah. and it was everything but a soft opening. So massive. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. I mean, we had people, we, the first day we opened, I remember we, I remember sitting inside, it was four something in the morning. We opened at five and there was people lined up and I'm like, oh my God, like this is, what are we, what's Holy going on? Shit. So and it ended up being morning. like that for a while. Like people were just lining up before we even opened and, um, I think people have learned sort of now how things work or whatever, yeah. but you know, we still have crazy lines on the weekends and, uh, but then it was just like, I remember looking out the door being like, wow, this is, this is real. <laughs> this is going to be crazy. Yeah. <laughs> this is what's happening. So what'd so. you do to build all that hype? I mean, social for, media. I, Cause like, yeah, cool. what's, what's, what is setting you apart from like, you know, Joe Schmo down the street selling right. bagels and well, they haven't I, even tasted it yet. Right. Still. Right. I think first of the name. So when I was trying to figure out sort of a name and, you know, knowing that I was opening up in Providence, I was just like, all right, well, at that time there was only a couple other, maybe one other bagel shop, really bagel gourmet, I think was nearly the only other, other one. I'm, try, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of other, I mean, yeah, I don't know many others. Yeah. So you've got, so even then it was like, I wanted something that was easy and it wasn't, you know, something that people would hear and think, but also, making sure that when you, you know, because of, you know, Google AdWords and all that stuff, I'm like, well, someone's going to, if they're in Providence, they're going to search Providence bagel. Yeah. I want to be that first person that pops uh, up every single time. Yeah. So without even having to do much spending of money, people are, if they're coming to visit Providence, they're going to make search bagels in Providence right. or Providence bagel and all, yeah. it's our name. Right. So that started one thing. And then, you know, so people, are, yeah, I mean, that was my, I kind of always have had this, you know, idea of the name is 
one of the most important things because like how do people remember it and how do people right. you know what's it look like what's yeah, the you know and our logo name. is super easy and recognizable yeah. so um but yeah so social media social definitely media. was yeah. cool. the whole thing so just teasing stuff and you know and, and you and, started what what year was it was it 2016 or yeah 2016 okay yeah. so i mean instagram was huge in 2016 yeah it's, i mean it's still huge but, yeah but i think that in 2016 that was like the main oh like yeah there, I feel like Snapchat was Snapchat big like that. Yeah, it wasn't, starting to. Yeah, it wasn't yeah. like that big no. yet. There was no TikTok. I still, no. don't even, I still don't even know what that is. But yeah. you know, get with yeah. it. Come on. <laughs> do you guys have a TikTok? No. Uh, okay. Our bakers do those. Sometimes they throw stuff up there. Oh, there you go. Cool. Yeah. Good we don't test. have like an official account, but yeah. I've just been told it's like Vine. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Vine was cool. Yeah, yeah, Vine was. Vine was cool Vine, because you know? <laughs> yeah, because it was short and you didn't. But I think TikTok can go up to like sixty seconds. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So uh, a lot longer. To me, it's just a lot of dances. Everybody's just just yeah. kids dancing, teeny yeah. bopper yeah. stuff. So. Yeah. Just dancing. Do you find that it helps your business out at all? Social media you, or uh, TikTok? TikTok itself, like specifically. I don't know. You don't know. I honestly you don't, don't know. Like consciously. No. No. Okay. Um, but social media is a major part of our thing. Yeah. I mean, I just had a meeting the other day. We have not in Providence at a promissor. We have not spent. Outside of social media, one dollar in three and a half years on that's marketing. amazing. Really, no billboards, no TV Nothing. ads. No, that's amazing. I so love North Providence is a little different because I think they're less social media sort of driven. Yeah, Providence food scene is massive on social um, media. So, it's, so and North Providence is different. You know, there's a lot of older people, and you've got it's definitely different there. But yeah. in Providence, I've never spent money on advertising. And so then cool. down at URI, you probably just sit, the students. Fill Same it up thing. itself, right? Yeah. Like you don't yeah. need to worry about it. And I think now that we've created that name and we have, you know, I don't know, we're pulling in on 17,000 followers on Instagram. Holy so, like, uh, we can just put out a post that says, hey, we're opening here. Yeah. Or, hey, go check this out. And it has enough drive where, you know, it does its own kind of it's thing. It's going to take off by itself. Yeah. 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 And, I mean, that comes from building a loyal fan base, which right. you yeah. clearly have. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and it's it's tough because – there's that side of things, but you want to, f- I'm always trying to find like, how can I reach new Different people? New how people, can I, yeah. and I, there becomes a point where it's just like, you realize like, that's the easiest way to do it. Like there right. may not be other, and the problem is now is, and you guys probably see this too, is in traditional marketing, I think it's coming back in certain ways. Um, but I do, th- the problem is the cost is so astronomical. I, I could spend $20 on a, on a Facebook ad and get, more realistic analytics than I could spend, uh, you know, in a thousand dollars in some magazine that I just don't know what's going to happen. Like, how do you, you know, but at least if I look at a Facebook ad, I can actually see who did this go out to? What did they do? Do they click on this? They move here. It's, it's kind of scary how it works. And I mean, you guys are in it. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) we just had a new hire come in, uh, Max, and he's been kind of going over the analytics on our website and it's cool because Mike runs the social media so for the company. And so when you see him put out like a certain blog post or certain like just something that's driving traffic to our website, you can see the spike going up with the statistics and like where are they coming from, what devices, where are they located, yeah. how many how long they stay on the page is there's just Yeah, you can literally follow them like step by <laughs> step. Like yeah. it's just crazy. It's very cool. Um, but it, it, what's interesting about social media too, it's spiraled into so many different things now too. Like our website, we use this company called Pop Menu. I'm not sure if you guys are familiar oh, with I've them. Oh, I've heard of them. They're huge in restaurant industry. Yeah. Unbelievable. Yeah. And it, it's done, what it's done for the restaurant industry is just, you know, I was just on a, a Skype call with them on Friday and they've made it now where you can literally follow a person from when they click on your website from Google to where what they do towards the end and each single step will show you like Jeez. but you can click on the person that's the thing so like Oof. when you sign up for these so they have this thing called like you you can sign up for you know where they'll send you a you know a, you know, a free bagel on your birthday and all so it's called yeah. like VIP bagel club yeah. but you could click on like let's say you know, you sign up for it. I could go to your account. I'm going to become a VIP. And, and I can see exactly what you do on our website. But it, it's just, it's crazy. That's and, and what they've done too, though, is they've made it so that I can edit our, um, edit our website by myself, but they have, they've made everything like so easy. User friendly. And the back end is, and it's not expensive. So it's like anyone who's starting a 
restaurant. Restaurant yeah. is like switch over to this. They build everything for you, mm-hmm. and then you have access to change the menu and all yeah. sorts of stuff. So my friend awesome. uh, is a. I forget her exact title, but she she works in marketing at uh, do you know One Ten Grill? Yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. they're one of their biggest clients. Yeah, and they're the ones who like kind of got Pop Mini to where it is today. Gotcha. That's interesting to know because yeah. we we had uh, talked with them. I went to school with this girl who does the marketing there. Her name's Lindsay. She uh, uh, was talking about the website and maybe having us do photos and video. And um, she mentioned Pop Menu and. I think I just started hearing about it, but she was kind of explaining just what you did about the technology behind it and everything. And I was like, wow, was like, that's pretty incredible. You can really get a lot of data yeah. from that. You can send out mass messages from it. You can yeah. send out like all sorts of stuff. So that's cool. It's crazy. And people can review menu items yeah. on your thing. Yeah. So, and then you can reject them if you want to, or you can like, <laughs> so it's like you have full control. Totally. Over yeah. So, and then that, per, it's so it's it, yeah. that person, if you rejected their message, they don't see that you rejected. So if they go on, they can still see their review and it looks like it's there, oh, but it's really funny. not there. So psych. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I have a question like why bagels? All right, so here's, here's the story about that. So when I decided that I wanted to kind of go out on my own, I had a bunch of ideas. Yeah. And uh, so I started with like a brewery because I was home brewing for a while. So cool. I was like, so I wrote an entire business plan to open up a brewery in, in Providence. And this guy, I was a mentor of mine. He, I would go to him with all my ideas. Like, hey, this is what I'm thinking of doing. Yeah. And no, that's not a good idea. Like too high investment, too big of a risk. And then there was a few other ones. There's a restaurant and a, a beer hall and a, family entertainment center and a few yeah. other things. And one day I went home and I was just so frustrated. This is after like six months of multiple different business plans that, you know, each took me a long, long time to sort of plan out. Yeah. I said to my wife, I'm like, all right, let's figure this out. Like, what are things that we like? So we started naming things off like bagels. All right, we started with coffee and it was sandwiches and then it was kind of bagels and like, we don't want to open up a full service restaurant. Yeah. Uh, cause we, you know, crazy hours. I was like, all right, like there's no bagel shops in Providence. So I just, I, I started kind of driving around and I was like, this is it. So I wrote up a business plan for a bagel shop and I, um, ended up traveling literally all around the country to visit different bagel shops in similar, in similar, uh, places like Providence. So I wasn't going to go to, I did go to New York, but like my idea was like, you go to Brooklyn. Yeah. But like, it's just such a different world there. So you really can't compare. So like I went to, um, like a place in Nashville, this bagel place in Nashville. I went to a place in like Houston, Texas, uh, talked to some guys in Florida, a few different, you know, things and, um, kind of realized like what I wanted to do. And then I started doing research on like, well, where the hell am I going to find this recipe? And I threw a couple different people. I met this guy actually in long Island who I did some kind of consulting with and um, that was, that was in like 2014 slash 15. Okay. Um, so it was a while ago. Um, it seems way longer than five or six years. Yeah. Ago, but, um, flies. So then I kind of started the business plan on that and um, started figuring out where I was going to put it. And that took the longest time. So figuring out exactly where we're going to go. So yeah. That's cool. Yeah, you talk about like New York. I was gonna say, I feel like you have to go to New York if you're talking about bagels. Yeah, isn't that like kind of like the center of like, like the, the United Mecca, States yeah. of bagels? You know? Yeah, definitely has been. It's kind of like pizza and you know bagels, same idea. But it's definitely, again, like I was saying before we were on here, there's sort of this you know uh, bagel boom going on, yeah. and people are kind of realizing like, hey, maybe someone can make a bagel just as good as that or whatever. So yeah, as New York, or whatever. So I was gonna say when I was in college i went to framingham state and right by there it was in the border of like natick and framingham but there was a place called brooklyn water bagel and we used to go there all the time after parties and stuff the next morning it's a cool spot yeah you know it yeah, yeah. it's it i always wonder if it's like a gimmick or not like yeah the way that everything's like set up in there it's yeah. cool but like i don't know you must have, they must have spent so much money on like just that filtration system and stuff it's just like it was interesting it was like um i'm trying to think have you ever been up to like york beach maine no, where you can watch them make, you can watch them make taffy in the window no but i think i know what you're it was like that about. in this yeah. in this show you how they make them yeah bagels. so you yeah. have it's all clear plexiglass and you can watch them make the bagels yeah. there's a like big water system where they're supposed yeah. to be like mocking the water from brooklyn even yeah. though every major city uses like the same filtration system now <laughs> so like everyone's water is pretty close to the same unless you live like in the midwest somewhere where 
they don't have that. But yeah. Anyway. So. Yeah. And they sold bottled water there. That was like Brooklyn water. Come on. I swear to God. And I being a dumb, <laughs> being like a dumb college kid, I was like, wow, this is so cool. I'm going to buy this. So I started buying like bottles from there. Every time we went, I would buy like a couple like a bottles. New York water. Yeah. I'd be like, look at me guys. I'm cool. Like a Brooklyn water. Stupid. And it's the same as Poland Springs. Um, so what was like when you first started this, um, you know, starting a business can obviously be very risky. Like what was the consensus from family and friends? Did your, were your parents supportive or, um, what was that like when you first started? I think that is super important because you can get, I mean, you can get a lot of people like you're crazy. You've yeah. got a really good job. You yeah. know, you've got, you know, the safety what did you, net. Did you go to school for something? I went to school for business. Okay. Um, so, Smart. uh, you know, but I always knew since I was a little kid, like my goal was to, you know, by the way, you guys are drinking at the same time right now. That's hysterical. <laughs> I didn't even realize that. I'm not even going to drink now. <laughs> that was a perfect like, commercial. We're, we're, uh, trying, we're trying Spindrift. Spindrift. <laughs> but I think that like having support from if it's your wife or your parents or yeah. your family is, like, I think, one of the most important things. Because if you don't have that, then you're already starting off yeah, with, you know, it. Yeah, and in a lot of pressure. And I think my wife is like my biggest supporter and she yeah. even though she's not a business person and she's, you know, even today she's just like has no interest in being part of it, yeah. but she's like the the, you know, the cheerleader and the support person, the yeah. kind of like, you know, rah rah when I come home frustrated, she's like, "Hey, right. just like, yeah. you know, think about okay. where you are now and yeah. what you started with and where you got yourself." And, yeah. Um, but definitely I think that it's it's a challenge and there are plenty of people out there who's you know, that's their roadblock is family you know, or friends. Yeah. And no yeah. support. And like, well, you have this great job and why are you going to leave that? Yeah. And you know, do you think about why what happens? You and yeah. you know, I, I, I take home less money than I did a lot less than I did before, but my happiness is, you know, is much greater and yeah. my stress is different. Mm -hmm. Every day is stressful, but it's right. just a different stress than, you know, being in the more corporate world. It's like an so. excitement stress. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to yeah, say, yeah, like, yeah. A, if there is a good kind of stress, that's yeah. what kind of what it but is. But I know what you're yeah. saying, too, where you need some outside force sometimes to come and shake you up and be like, listen, like, look at what you've built. Like, because in our own heads, like, when we're building the business, you don't, I feel like, at least for us, yeah. you don't turn around and you don't reflect. Right. Yeah. So you can get in your own head. You need someone to snap you out of that yeah. every once Kinda in a Kind of like while. you said, you stay humble. You're like, yeah, we're doing good. Like the outside force is sometimes good. They're like, no, like you are doing great. Like don't forget that. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or even if you're having a tough day, it's like, yeah. all right, wait, this isn't going as bad as I thought. Like, yeah. You know. Yeah. And, and I think that that to me is having those moments where you can sit back and actually kind of like take a minute to breathe and look around and be like, all right, well. I'm sitting in this office in this 3,000 square foot building that I built because of the success of, right. you know, the bagel shop or whatever. So it's right. like, um, you know, it's, there's moments of time where I'm like, nah, why'd I do this again? But like, <laughs> then I get, you know, get out of that funk and just realize like, Hey, it's fun. And it's yeah. good. So, yeah, yeah. And you make people smile, you know, right. like you make people happy. So yeah. yeah. And, and that, that to me is like, I, I, I'm sure you guys hear this all the time, but like the biggest challenge right now in the food industry and the retail world is, is staffing. And you know, it, it's an everyday challenge. And I think because the, you know, the employment rate is, you know, unemployment rate is so low and you know, you're, I'm always challenged to like, how do I make these people feel invested and how do I get mm -hmm. them to, that's like my daily focus. And, and cool. you know, I smile a lot and I try and get everyone to like realize like, Hey, but it's hard, you know, yeah. it's, it's definitely a major challenge. That's our number one challenge for sure. So actually that's one of my questions is like, what would you say is like your number one biggest challenge? And Staffing. Kind of yeah. So, I mean, we have, I still have employees that have been with us almost since day one. That's cool. Um, but you know, we have a really strong core. So we're at almost 70 employees now. When I first opened, I think we had 15. So we've, we've grown exponentially and uh but it's it's a challenge and you know you got to yeah. keep people motivated and i think there's this you know sometimes today is like you have to get creative with keeping people sure. motivated versus yeah. you know when i think we're probably all around the same age and, and when i was growing up it was like the harder you work the the you know the better you did and now it's kind of like figuring out well how you know money isn't everything sometimes yeah, it's like exactly. you know, doing staff outings and ordering pizza for everyone on crazy Saturdays and be like, Hey, there's food in the back and doing things right. like that. But you have to get more creative and it, it's, it's definitely a challenge. And I think that Providence being so small, 
but Providence growing so fast in terms of all the new restaurants and, you know, retail places, stuff like that is, you know, it's, it's as, I don't want to call it saturated market. It's really not, but it's saturated in terms of there's not a, you know, there's only so much talent and you, you know, you have to make sure that you are, um, you know, motivating people to want to stay and want to grow. So we do a lot of uh, promoting within and we really aim to grow people into leadership roles and management roles and so on. That's so, cool. but there comes a point where you just have to start to hire externally because you just can't. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think <laughs> it's kind of flipped where, you know, before it, like you're saying back in the day, it's kind of like the boss is the boss. You listen to what they say and that's it. Like you work as hard to impress them. Yep. Now it's like the workers are like, what are you going to do to impress me? Absolutely. You know, that's Absolutely. interesting. That's a funny approach. Yeah. <laughs> but it, yeah, it's, I can, I can totally see that. Um, but, uh, it's funny. I, I think like you're, you were once in our shoes. I mean, we just hired our first two people four ish months ago. Um, and there's, you know, a unique set of challenges when you first start hiring and, you said you're almost at 70 now, so it's at a much larger scale, yeah, but yeah. Uh, kind of similar issues just gets bigger, I guess. Yeah, and like I'm, I'm almost at the point where like I, you know, I don't want to say this is like too big for me, but like I'm at the point now where I'm like ready to hire a kind of right-hand man, yeah, woman, yeah, yeah. whatever, uh, because mm-hmm. I'm very good at some things, but I'm not very good at other things, and I'm the first to admit, you know, sure. like, hey, that's, and and there's certain things now where like, I think I need a really good restaurant like kind of person and I'm not the biggest sure. restaurant person if that makes sense. I'm more of a business person. Yeah. Right. And I think there's a there's a clear difference between a restaurant person and a business person. Yeah. Um I run a restaurant as a business, but I think there's an opportunity for us right now to have someone who can run the restaurant as a restaurant. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, yeah I get it. Because you're looking at the numbers, he's looking at the product. Absolutely. Or he or she. Yeah, 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 yeah. And the operations and stuff like that. And, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I'm great at operations, but there's certain things in the realm of the restaurant world that I'm just not great at. So, like, yeah. you know, I'm good at figuring out, you know, how much things should cost and whatever, but like food cost and figuring out, you know, pricing, it's just yeah. not my area of expertise. Yeah. So, yeah. That's funny, I'm like uh, weeks away from being like, all right, it's time to hire. That's a, uh, another good segue. My uh, One of my other questions is like, what would you say is your biggest strength and your biggest weakness? Biggest strength is definitely, I think, marketing. Okay. Um, and being creative and trying to figure out creative ways to... Present your brand. Yeah. Pres- gotcha. and, the image. And, and, and the image, yeah. And I think going back to kind of what you asked before about Prime's Bagel was like, my goal is to create a brand where right. somebody sees the logo and kind of without the name on it knows what it is and stuff like yeah. that. So like I'm great at that and making sure that we're on kind of always on brand within the store and our retail yeah. stuff and all right. that. Uh, my biggest weakness I think is, well, there's two. Um, and you probably, everyone's always like, I can't think of one, but I have two. No, <laughs> most people have been, they're pretty honest. Yeah. Delegating is one of my, I would say my Amen. biggest. That's a tough yeah, one. I'm the same. Because I'm the person who if I know how to do something and I know it's going to be done right, I'm like, I'll just do that. <laughs> and then I look at my to-do list that, you know, some days and I'm like, why is that on there? Why is that on there? Why is that on there? Like I could just give it to someone, yeah. but sometimes it's easier just to do it myself and know that it's going to get done right. Yeah. And this has been my challenge since I was younger. And I yeah. don't, sometimes I get, I think I, my, I get in the way of getting rid of that just because it's who I am. So that's one. And I don't know how to get around that. Uh, I'm still working on it. <laughs> well, shit, I was hoping for some advice. <laughs> I think you have to hire someone who's smarter than you. <laughs> that's not uh, that difficult. <laughs> uh, and then and then two, I think, is that is kind of that piece I was talking about where... Restaurant side. Yeah, and, and there's... You know, we have a good baking, amazing baking manager. So as far as as far as like product development goes and stuff like that, they have that down. But more yeah. around, well, how do we make this faster? And how do we make this more efficient? And yeah. how do we, you know, what can we get that will do this? And those are things that because of my lack of, well, I won't say lack of restaurant experience, but my minimal sort of experience in that industry, I right. think that that definitely gets in the way sometimes. So like, I think that's my key and crucial hire coming up is someone who is that person who has multi-unit management in the restaurant industry. Who's like, yeah, I can figure out how to make 
you know, that cheaper and we can save here and we right. should get this because it's going to make this faster or whatever. So it's like yeah. the tips and tricks of a restaurant. Cause yep. like you don't have a background of a restaurant, you're, no. you're a marketing background yep. yeah, and which clearly works too. Right. So yeah. yeah. What do you do about like the vegan, the gluten-free, the, all that, oh, yeah. like all question. that different like areas of whatever, not Diet, food. dietary, yeah, restrictions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Di- yeah, dietary restrictions. How do you, so what do you do to keep up? Our with number one question that we get is, do you have gluten-free bagels? We get that at a minimum once a day. Um, so, and we don't, so like I, I straight up tell people, it's like, we are like a gluten factory. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's not safe. Like we could get product that is gluten-free, but it would have to be a gluten, you know, friendly item. We could never be able to call it gluten-free because right, it's, it's in our toasters. In area. Yeah. yeah all, you need a whole nother restaurant in totally. order to do it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, vegan though, we do have a lot of options. So, um, we make like vegan pastries every day. Most of our bagels are vegan. Um, we have vegan cream cheese. We do a vegan egg, which is like an egg made with mung bean. Um, we had a vegan baker, vegan pastry, um, pastry shop on here uh, a couple episodes ago celebrated yeah they're out of yeah, warwick and yeah. she's a vegan bakery and she brought in like a couple boxes of treats for us and we we're just sitting here like mowing on them they're delicious like, i guess i should have brought you guys stuff i apologize right. no it was, it was funny we, to be honest we joked when you emailed me last night you're like should we bring anything i was like texting mike i was like should i just ask him to bring a bunch of bagels <laughs> I yeah no, no you're good fine. you're good um and then we've you know we've got like avocado and all the veggies yeah. and stuff like that yeah. but it's definitely you know, and that's the one thing where marketing comes in is like you have to find out who who is your customer, right? And I think yeah. ours is is very you know widespread, meaning we can kind of tap into all different markets. But yeah. there's certain ones that are impossible, and I think that it sucks to be able to have to say to someone like, "Sorry, sorry we don't do that." Right. But I'd rather say no than be like, "Yeah, we're gonna test this out," and then something happens and like, right, right. like shit, like yeah. You know, now I'm getting sued because I said someone was gluten free and someone got sick and right. <laughs> so rather be clear about it. Totally. Yeah, that makes sense. But I mean, kudos to you for just straight up saying like no, because not yeah. a lot of people. Yeah, I feel like a lot would of people would just be like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 we'll yeah. be fine. Yeah, try this one. But you stay true to the brand. That doesn't really. Yeah, yeah and really that's the other thing is I, I think that you know when you start straying off from sort of who you are as a brand, it kind of changes things sometimes, you know, yeah. like people are always like, why don't you stay open later? Or why don't you have an espresso machine? Or why don't you do, you know, this is what time is the Providence one open till five during the week, Seems. Saturdays, four Sundays, three. Um, but my, my thing from day one was like, I want to be able to make it home to, to have yeah. dinner with my wife yeah. and kids. And I want to be able to, you know, I'd rather get up at three o'clock in the morning then be home at three o'clock you, in the morning. Do you get up at three o'clock in the morning? Usually, yeah. Oh my god! I don't go in there, but I'm an early person, so like, some, I'm up three or four and just like start working. So, oh, man, you gotta go to bed <laughs> by like eight, nine. Not with kids. I'm usually like, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like a nine or ten. Nine or yeah. ten. Yeah, I mean, sometimes I'll sleep solid late, five but, hours. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that, actually, Gary V. I, I, I listen to his episode all the time. I'll sleep. I don't know if you've heard that one, but like his whole thing on that one was like, if you can get the amount of work you want done with the amount of sleep that you have, like don't change your habits. Yeah. 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 Um, because I don't know, I can work off six hours of sleep. Yeah. Like, perfect. And maybe if I get eight, maybe I'm more productive. I just haven't had the time to try it. So. <laughs> <laughs> Someday you'll test it. Yeah. Um, uh, I had a, a question about what something you were saying, but I have another one that if I come back to, if I can remember it, I'll get it to it. But, um, when you were starting, what was something you didn't know that maybe, you know, now that you think could have been like a game changer? Mm. while you were growing good question i know you said i'm quick to answer um <laughs> not so quick now chris no <laughs> <laughs> just kidding i think that um if i i mean if i you know maybe like a big challenge that you learned and you know yeah i think that my idea was always that like growth was just going to kind of happen as it did and i was as we i think people started seeing like oh wow they're so busy like let me throw them opportunities of, you know, this location, this location. I didn't think that it was going to happen so fast. I don't think I prepared myself. Yeah. You know, and I was, but there were opportunities that came about where I was like, well, if we're going to grow, I can't pass this one. Up. Right, right, right. Or I can't, you know, do this. And I think if I had known from day one that it was going to happen so fast, I think it prepared better. Yeah, yeah. Because going from one to two stores, we needed to hire a ton of people and we needed to really grow our sort of baseline of staff. And that was a super big challenge. Okay. Yeah. Um, that was going to be another question is like when it came time to the second location, like 
what were your thoughts? Like wh- why a second location and like what, um, you know, like why, did, I guess, why did it feel right? You know, what made you feel like, okay, this is the right time. Yeah. I mean, I, I also thought that mineral spring was going to just like be, you know, cause I don't know. You've all driven down that road before. Right. It's like, it's crazy busy, but I didn't realize. And I, I thought kind of differently was I didn't realize there was so much competition on that road. Yeah, and here on North Main Street is like, we're kind of doing our own thing and it's a standalone building and it yeah. doesn't get lost in the mix of everything else. So, right. you know, North Providence has definitely been a little more, I'd spend a lot more time on because there's, you know, literally within two miles, there's six Dunkin' Donuts and you've got a, you know, McDonald's and another coffee place and just so many different things that, uh, she always comes on. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, that location to me was just like it's a little tougher building yeah but at first i don't think i really probably did my due diligence on everything which is fine now it's like we've been open over a year and it's good and but it's definitely had some challenges now when you or i got proposed to me i was just instantly like yeah i can't how do you how can you not say yeah yeah yeah. Yeah. and i was just like yeah i'll I'll take this it was like like, i'll take all those kids parents money like yeah yeah. (laughs) it was just literally like I, i i I went home that night and I was just like, yeah, my wife was like, you shouldn't pass it up. Yeah. Like, I can't. Yeah. So, so was there like a spot opening or something? How did it, yeah. how did that come about? Some guy had like some uh, terrible concept that just didn't work out and he had signed a long year, long lease and was just like, I need to get out of this. So I was like, all right. He had like yeah. sent, actually it's funny. He's <laughs> did he send talking, it? About, talking about marketing. This guy sent this letter. I got in the mail one day that said, I opened it up and it said bagel shop for rent. And then it said all this other shit. And I was like, URI, where's there a bagel shop in URI? So like, I called this guy and I was like, hey, where's this bagel shop? He's like, oh, well, it's not a bagel shop. He's like, could be. But it could be. <laughs> hey, look at that. He got and, you. Fun. Yeah, got and it you. worked. And I was yeah. just like, all right. So like, what do you, what he told me afterwards? Like, he was sending these to all different places he thought was going to work. would say like, uh, wow. it was a candy shop. Like, candy shop for sale. <laughs> wow. Or like, funny. you know, uh, sushi place for sale, whatever it was. Yeah. And just sent these to all different places in Rhode Island. And it worked. So That's like, I was like, funny. was he a yeah, good guy? smart. Yeah, he's a good guy. That's so there's funny. a Dunkin' Donuts down there. How do yes. you, what do you do to kind of bring the students on over? I mean, we're right next to Dunkin' Donuts in North Province, too, like literally right next yeah. to it. So same thing. I think that, again, it's, different. it's a different kind of audience. It definitely I is. Think. Yeah. I mean, we have a super high-end coffee and it's organic and- Not burnt. Um, yeah, not burnt, <laughs> like not watered Donuts. down. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously our product is fresh. Far and superior. We have Need Donuts down there. Actually, we have Need Donuts at all our stores now. Um, oh, cool. Need Donuts is great. I didn't realize yeah. you guys were, carried that. Yeah. Awesome. So we just, you or I, we've done since day one. Uh, North Providence, you probably started like two or three months ago and Providence are doing like just weekends. But, um, so that kind of ties into it. So it's like people can come there and get a good donut versus, you know, going oh, that's donuts true. And, yeah. I didn't think of that. Um, so, but yeah, that location was just kind of one of those, like, I can't pass. This. Yeah. yeah. So I think a, if I didn't, so a day in the life of you, are you just driving to every single location? Yeah. Do you have a main office? What do you, uh, yeah, I have an office in North Providence, but this okay. morning I went to North Providence then I was down at URI. And then I was back in North Providence. Then I was in Providence. Then I came here. So racking up those miles on the car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but every day is different. That's okay. the thing. It's like yeah. I try and get to the stores as much as possible. Just even if it's for like five minutes, meet with That's the good. store manager or um, just check cool. in and kind of make sure things are clean. And yeah. But we, it's kind of like a well-oiled machine now. I feel like right. so. Yeah. I mean, that's good that you still do that. It shows that you got like dedication to oh, it. Oh yeah, you're yeah. not just kind of sitting back trying to. No, sit on it's your couch super and, important. I think there's yeah. so many places out there now that have absentee owners, and you know, I, I guess when you get to a certain level, you have to like you can't do it. But my whole goal from day one was that people know who I am, even the part-time staff who like yeah. sometimes I've never met them. Like I actually I walked in Providence State, there was a girl who I'd never met before, and just yeah. like, you know, introducing yourself and knowing that like, hey, the owner's actually here. It's not right. I was some, just gonna say, like if I was an employee there, like I think that would mean something to me that like he comes in here and rolls up his sleeves actually like Oh yeah. Like sometimes just, I'll jump on the line or I'm yeah. taking orders or whatever. I think yeah. sometimes we're like, whoa, like <laughs> he does that yeah, yeah. Uh, and it probably you know in a weird way makes them work harder because the owner's in the building yeah. sometimes sometimes <laughs> sometimes i'm like wait a minute why i'm here like why'd you do that but like i wouldn't say that but like, i'm just like mm, that's weird that's but funny. um what are your thoughts on like so a lot of the guests we have um we talk a lot about like collaboration the community in rhode island you know i'm sure you've experienced the um 
we just talked about almost like a, a welcoming. I put up a post the other day that was like community over competition. Um, what are your thoughts on like other businesses in Rhode Island and Providence, um, collaborating with them, being friendly with the owners and stuff like that? I'm super all for it. I think that, you know, I don't like to call it competition because I think competition is healthy. Yeah. And uh, because what competition means is basically like, hey, this market can afford to have people in the same industry or can sure. with, you know, withstand, you know, I, there becomes a point though where it gets oversaturated, obviously. Sure. But I don't think Providence hits that point. I just think that it's, you know, fluid enough where there's enough space for everyone. But collaborations are huge. We do it all the time. We've done, you know, stuff with, a uh, bunch of different breweries on like beer, cheese bagels. We've done stuff with Neat Donuts. That's cool. Yeah, I was going to say the Neat Donuts um, thing, yeah. We're doing something with like Buttonwoods Brewery in April. Oh, no way. He was just yep. on here. We, nice. we had um, Morgan on here. I was going to say when you mentioned that you started doing some home brewing, I was going to yeah. say, oh, you should listen to his episode. Yeah. He's a so, good guy. Yeah, he's awesome. So we're doing something with them. Um, we've done stuff with Narragansett and Graysale and Proclamation oh, cool. and... Um, what else have we done? So I figure there's a bunch of things. Uh, like... Uh, the coffee milk people and the whatever they're called. The, oh, I can't think of their name. I know you're talking about uh, okay. though. Uh, I don't know. And like we had the the two founders of um, Nitro Bar on here, and they do stuff with uh, Long Live Beer Works. Yeah, they were big fans of it. Like they're friends with owners of um, Bolt Coffee yep. and uh, the other one in East Providence. I forget the name. Borealis. Borealis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it's cool. It's, and you know we're the same way. Like we're friends with a lot of other like creative uh, companies that do what we do. I mean, like I, even today we had a kid come in, um, yeah. our buddy Austin, and he runs his own production company. And we sat here and we talked probably for 45 minutes about what was going on in his company, what yeah. was going on in ours. And, you know, you just bounce ideas back and yeah. forth yeah. and check in. I think it's important, though, because, uh, you know, they might be doing something that you guys are also, but they might have a better way to do it or a more yeah, efficient way. Exactly, yeah. Or, you know, they might be saying, hey, this is going to be happening. Like, you guys might want to know about it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, And vice yeah. versa. And it goes... You know, Adam from Need, I'm very close with. We talk like cool. every couple of days and it's the same thing. Is like he has his challenges, we have ours and a lot of the challenges we share. So yeah. just kind of talking to each other about, you know, and I think the days of, it's still there, but the days of like, here's your business networking group and this is the only way to, <laughs> yeah. to, to talk about your issues. It's once yeah. a week on Fridays has kind of like, it's, yeah. I don't want to say it's fizzled out because they reach out to us all the time too. And I'm just like, mm, I don't have time to yeah. go to a five hour meeting every Friday. I'd rather right. like when I'm driving home, call someone that I know yeah, and be like, yeah. Hey, this is what's going on. Like, yeah. What do you and the fact do? that you can kind of like bounce off each other and not, it's not like maybe how it used to be. I mean, I'm young, so I don't know, but like being able to be like, Oh, Hey, like, here's what we're experiencing and like sharing that without being, you know, like restricted or like, like walls up or something. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. not feeling like, Oh, I can't, I can't tell them our secrets. Right. Like we can't tell them what we're doing that they'll know like yeah. the secret or something. Yeah. And it's funny cause some people are afraid to like, I've noticed this, like sharing sales numbers is like one of those kind of like areas where it's like yeah. getting a little comfortable with the person, but like, a lot of times like people use terms like, were you up or down on Saturday? We were a little slower. Like, how are you guys or whatever? Uh, okay. So like, it's not specific. But, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. like, Hey, we, we were down $1,700 in sales on Saturday. Like what, what happened with you guys or whatever. Right. But like, it's yeah. kind of like you start to get comfortable with certain people and you can talk about things and yeah. like, Hey, this is what we pay people. Like, what are you paying people? Am I under? No, we're paying the yeah. same grades. So I know that we're not like, yeah, sometimes it's helpful too. Yeah. But I that's coming it. from a management like outlook. That's not coming from like a, let me, dig at your business and ask a bunch of questions. Totally. Right. Yeah. 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 And, and then that's the thing too, is like we all, well, what's nice about it is I think everyone has the same, for the most part, the same goals, obviously is to be successful and be a good community person. And so like, as long as those are the understandings, like, Hey, we're all here to kind of do the same thing. It goes a super long way yeah. and you become yeah. friends with people and you know, you start to meet their families and all this other stuff. And so it's interesting. It's cool. I agree. Yeah. Speaking of sales, you see anything decrease because of the coronavirus? <sighs> Not yet, but I'm st- I, I'm like, no. I know seriously. <laughs> um, I guess we'll see what happens. You know, yeah. I wouldn't be surprised I, if I was in the full service restaurant industry. I'd be, I think, a little I'm more, more scared, nervous. Yeah. Um, because that's not a uh, you know a habitual place. Like you go to the same place right. five, but like we have a lot of regulars who. 
you know, having the drive through, I think adds, I was just adds a piece say, to it. Yeah. So like if it, it gets really bad, like people knowing that like, Hey, we have a drive through and you don't right. have to get out of your car. Just drive through line is going to get crazy long. <laughs> right. 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 But I, I think that that definitely adds to it. But I don't know. We'll see. You know, I don't, I can't imagine anybody's going to stop getting their morning coffee and bagel though. It's kind of hard to stop. Yeah. yeah. I know yeah. I'm, a, I'm pretty cranky if I don't have my morning yeah. coffee. Yeah, so. Totally. so I think, I think in that sense we'll be, you know, okay. it, it might sell maybe a little soft. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Um, it just popped in my head. I was, yeah, I was no, curious. I was just talking to my brother about it earlier. Um, yeah. But I think that it's it's something to definitely keep an eye on. Um, I think right now there's like mass hysteria around it, so oh, yeah. I, it's, it's hard to figure out like what's right, what's wrong, where I should be, and yeah, well, I know. St. Patty's Day just got canceled in yeah. Ireland. Yeah, like, uh, Newport, like, Newport canceled and Boston the, um, parade. I think. Yeah, and Boston. Yeah. Uh, well, we were supposed to go to Foxwoods for Monica's birthday this weekend, but she just canceled it because she. So she's canceling because of the coronavirus. Well, Harvard too. canceled class. Like, so after spring read, no one's coming back. All online. Oh my God. So, like, that's the other thing is like for a business around Harvard, like they've, you know, they have 25,000 students or whatever that right. aren't coming back now. So yeah, it's that's like. That's scary. That's crazy. Like Amherst College out in Western Mass, they just did the same thing. So it's wow. like. I wouldn't be surprised if you start seeing that. It seems premature to me, but I yeah, know. Yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, but like their whole thing was like people go home to all around the world. So like, you know, from Harvard, that was their standpoint was yeah. like, well, everyone is spring break and they went on vacations or they went home and all that stuff. Now they're going to come back into dorms that, but I don't know. I yeah. guess I can see where their thought process is, but is it really worth when it through? I guess I we'll find it, out, right? Yeah. Like it's yeah. Only, yeah. And then it's like all these places time. saying like, you know, everyone's going to work home from home, but like you know productivity when you work from home is nowhere near what it is yeah, if you sit in an office. Not. So like, you know, I think that's the difference is these companies that are, but I get it. It's, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. We'll yeah. see what happens. The, even, um, are you familiar with the CIC in Providence? No. The new Cambridge Innovation Center. It's like a, yeah, I th- I've heard of it, but I'm not familiar. With it. Um, so they do every Thursday, they do like this open networking event. It's, it's fun. They have like a, an open bar for like two hours. They have a couple yeah. of people that like come and speak and it's like different topics every week. Well, they just, canceled the last like two and they said moving forward they're going to be digital and i'm like i'm not crazy how the f- do you do a digital network <laughs> how is yeah, it, like what? what is that like yeah like a google hangout like everyone's yeah. like <laughs> just 60 <Everybody>. people are <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's like 60 webcams everyone your talking cat about is <laughs> running by <laughs> i don't know what that's like but anyway, i thought that was worth mentioning yeah, i don't uh, know if that's gonna work out I, yeah i don't, I don't think it like I, what know. are you drinking, Mike? Yeah. Spindrift. <laughs> I'm not drinking vodka. So what yeah, do you do? Right. <laughs> oh, oh what, what do you do? Oh, sorry. There's a, oh, sorry. I didn't mean to, t- oh, no, you go ahead. Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> the words. Seriously. Yeah. Um, but what, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not to, I don't want to be negative or anything. No, no. I think no. it's important. It's, it's, yeah. it's one of those things where it's, it's like, topic. Yeah. yeah, you don't know like how big it really gets, who it affects, how right. it affects things. So, so yeah. far, we're good. So. Yeah. Yeah. But what, uh, do we have, do we have plans for a fourth store here? Like what's, what's coming There's up? There's a couple things in the works. Yeah. So I haven't pulled anything. You feel like yet. sharing? No. Okay. You don't want to break Offline. news on our podcast? Offline. I will. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, I don't like saying things before it's a done deal. Yeah. I feel like I'll, count their, I'll, count the eggs. Count yeah. The chickens I'm the same way. Like when we first, when like we first started the company, we'd have like a call and I'd be like, Oh, we just talked to like so-and-so or something. But now like, I won't tell anybody anything until like we have a deal signed. Yeah. Like jinx yeah. it. Yeah. Cause then I just feel like every time I would say like, we just had a call, like, we wouldn't get the job. Yeah, so like, like an hour later, like, sorry, we have decided to uh, go other directions. <laughs> yeah. Damn it. Yeah, so it's, I'm, I'm kind of, uh, what's that called? Ah, uh, you're talking about... Like, uh, um, superstitious? Yes. There yes, we go. Yes, there we yes, go. Yes. What are some of the um, challenges maybe of managing employees in general that um, maybe people don't think about or um, talk about that a little? Yeah, I think that... Uh, people are always like millennials are the hardest people to manage. But yeah. I think that you have to get creative in managing people because you're managing. We have so many employees that are, you know, come from different backgrounds and they have different interests and they're different personalities. Every person you kind of have to manage differently, I think. And yeah. you have to, you know, manage on the fly. Meaning like, it's not like a blanket approach. No, like I can't write down like, Hey, this is how you manage a person or right. this is how you manage someone at Providence bagel. It's more like, Hey, you know, this is how this person is. This is how they're going to react. And, and and I also think that 
you know, consistent feedback is super important. Even mm-hmm. though I'm not there all the time, if I come in and see somebody who's like, hey, great job with that. Or, hey, maybe you should do it this way, but like if it's working or whatever. So yeah. it balanced feedback too. If you're always flooding people with negative feedback, it's just a yeah. nightmare. So you we need have, the positive affirmations as well. Yeah, totally. So we have a management kind of, because now we have three stores and each store has a couple of different managers and yeah. the baking manager. It's hard to get everyone together all the time. Yeah, so definitely. we do a call like every Wednesday and then once a month we go to lunch and kind of have an in-person nice. meeting but um that's my chance sort of like to kind of like say like hey it's wednesday you know how's your week been this is what we're working on these are yeah. specials for the week what are your challenges what are you guys working so there's it's that time where like they can kind of like i don't want to say vent but like they don't talk to each other all the time either so and they're all kind of facing the same challenges so it's yeah. important for them to Get to talk like to we each other. Just like we were just talking about other business owners being able to vent and kind of share. Yeah, same challenges. with them. Same yeah. thing is you know, and they they have each other's numbers, but sometimes getting a call to bring up a topic, like, oh yeah, yeah you know, we've been facing that same problem. Like, right. what are you guys doing about it? Or, you know, celebrate the successes too. Like, hey, we had a really good week, and this store was up five percent from the week before, yeah, and whatever. Yeah. So, um, I try now as much as I can to you know give those managers the autonomy to really manage the rest of the people yeah. because I think I don't want. And this happens sometimes is when I'm, I don't want to say when I'm there too much, but I think sometimes if I'm too involved, they start to undermine the rest of the managers and like they'll have an issue and they'll just come directly to me. I'll be like, ah, go back to your yeah. you know, store manager, go to you. Like, I don't want to get in the middle of this and, right. you know, undermine the yeah, manager. I can see how that so. could get in the way. Yeah. Cause you got to still keep like those in place for times they're yeah. not there. And like some of the employees have been for around for a long time. We're so used to that. Sometimes getting them out of that like habit habit is so hard sometimes. Like, yeah. okay, I hear you, but like, you got to go back to your store manager. You got to talk yeah. to so-and-so. So. We're three and a half years old, but we're still, I mean, every day we're still learning new things and trying. Uh, I mean, you expanded so fast, like three yeah, stores yeah. in three years. Is it insane. definitely is challenging. Yeah, and, yeah. Well, two in one year, two in one year. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that was a big thing is like our first, you know, two years, we only had one store. And then this past year, we literally opened two in, actually two in six months. <laughs> <laughs> Just open the floodgates. Talk gates. about a headache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, URI store, we literally did our build out in like seven weeks. Wow. So, That's and fast. North Providence took like seven months. Wow. Yeah. So, I was say, how I've seen you, the pictures of North Providence one. It's beautiful. It is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's kind of like our central bakery and everything now too so we have like a 2,000 square foot baking facility in there that we do kind of all our wholesale and all the baking do you guys cater at all ton of catering ton of catering yeah Yeah. and that's an area that is a big growth area for us I think is catering Um, but we still do it a lot perfect for those networking events that we were just (laughs) (laughs) got a bunch of we had we had three uh, catering orders actually canceled for today because of coronavirus so, so there's something where you. i think we might start right. to happen because two people, are going to people the same canceling place. events yep which is where these orders are going yep to. yeah two were going to one place and one was going to another and th- all three of them canceled which was interesting it wasn't like just one did three yeah. and and two of them were unrelated to the other so that's crazy yeah yeah, yeah. um but it makes sense because if they're having people work from home or maybe that's a meeting or people are supposed to fly in for and they're like, hey, I'm not getting on a plane. We're going or yeah, whatever. Right. So I don't know. That was just today. So I don't, we'll see what happens with that. I kind of forgot about that when you asked that. Yeah, it's all good. <laughs> I'm supposed to get on a plane tomorrow. So we'll see what happens. You'll be fine. Yeah. I, just, I hope so. Are you going anywhere good? What's up? Are you going anywhere good? Uh, Miami. Yeah. Okay. Sweet. Yeah. I'm going to get a nice little uh, vacation before we get crazy busy. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. I just lost my question. <laughs> you keep doing that. I know. <laughs> I had it too. Usually, I have a notepad out here, but I mean, sometimes it's fun to roll with it. Yeah, yeah. It's good I, I honestly you think sometimes you roll. get more content out of just like going with the flow than oh, like yeah. just. But I'm sure sometimes you might get people on who are like silent and just waiting for you to ask questions. And I think sometimes I just don't shut up. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but no, you're right because you get into a roll of things and totally. then you start. You think of questions you wouldn't have normally thought of because you realize right. who the person is. Yeah. So, oh, I, I had a, I guess more of a comment than a question, but it might lead to more. Um, but we were talking about like how you prefer managers with more of the restaurant experience. We always talk about like um, sort of our strengths and weaknesses complementing each other because yeah. I have no problem telling people what my weaknesses are. And I feel very grateful that Mike can complement those uh, weaknesses with his strengths. So it's like, 
being able to piggyback off one another, share responsibilities and in areas that I'm not good that he can kind of come up and fill in and, and back and forth. So, um, I think that's kind of like an important sort of balance to have. So it's good that you yeah. can kind of recognize that and yeah. really execute it. Cause I think that you see sometimes these celebrity chefs that open up these restaurants or people who are, you know, and they go into a restaurant just running it as a restaurant. And those are the ones that sometimes have challenges because they don't see the business side of things. Right. They don't, you know, they don't take, I don't want to say, this is not a generalization. This is just kind of like you've seen it before, but where like they don't like taking feedback from people or they yeah. don't like, and for me, I'm more like, hey, this is, you know, we're in the customer service industry. If someone has feedback like, hey, I'm not right about everything. I don't know everything. Like that's a great right. point or whatever. But sometimes you see these, you know, chefs who open restaurants who are just like, my way or the highway. Yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Um, it it's cool too. Like, I mean, even kind of relatable in our world, like we could make great videos and you know, take great pictures and do great work. But if we don't have like a good customer experience or if like people have a negative like feedback working with us, like they're going to go somewhere else. So it's like having the customer experience side and the service is like just as important. Right. Totally. Um, And And it's challenging because that's the thing is like you, you can't, you're never going to please everybody. No, right. No matter not. what industry you're in, if you're selling shoes, you may not have the right, you know, <laughs> shoe that someone likes. Or whatever. Yeah. If you guys are doing, what we're doing, someone may not like our bagels. They may not think they're the best bagel, right? And like, I know that, so yeah, I don't. Exactly. At first, when we first opened, our first six months, I was taking everything so personally. Yeah. Like, when someone would say something bad, I was like, oh, the, you know, that sucked or whatever. And I've learned to kind of like just roll with Except it. Like, it, yeah. we're never going to. My goal is to please everybody, but in the back of my mind, <laughs> I know that I'm not going to please everybody. Yeah. As long as. Our product is consistent. The staffing is good. And, and, you know, we still make mistakes. We probably make too many mistakes sometimes, actually. But, I don't know. Uh, I, I think mistakes are perfect. I, I guess you can maybe make too many mistakes, but I, I am a big fan of mistakes because they're great learning experiences. Yes. And if they're not too de- detrimental, right. then, you know. And you really only remember good. your losses. You never remember the victories. Oh, no. So you're going to no. learn from those lessons no. of yeah. why that happened. Yeah. And like, I'm a firm believer in kind of learning from mistakes. Yeah. But sometimes this is part of my, like, probably my type A personality is like, I don't want people to make mistakes. So I'm like, so it's kind of like one of those <laughs> things where like, well, it's good because they're going to learn from that. But at the same yeah. time, I don't want them to make mistakes. So it's yeah. hard for me to be like, all right, fuck this up. Like, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> yeah. that or whatever. No, no, but you're like, good, you're it's good. like, you know, sometimes it's really hard to be like, okay, I know you're going to mess this up, but go ahead and do it. Like, right. we'll figure it out after. But like, it's true where like, yeah. you know, it, it all depends on what they do after. Yeah. Right? yeah. Cause exactly. I, I try point. to, do they take this learning, this opportunity to learn from it or do they just say like, screw it up? Yeah. Now, yeah, you yeah. Know? Cause I try to think back to like when I was younger and getting really into this industry, like that's kind of how I learned was like mistakes. Like that was really where I was like, oh shoot, like, okay, now I need to do this. Yep. Um, like for example, like one of the first weddings I ever shot, uh, I had in my contract, like they could pay after the wedding. And that turned into like a nightmare. Oh, jeez. Oh, it was brutal. Like the bride like held all the money over my head and she's like, you're not going to get this until I get my video. And like, uh, she wanted like 19,000 changes. And then she's like, no, I'm only going to pay you this now. And I was like, no. And yeah. so like, yeah, that was like a nightmare for me, but it was like the best lesson ever. Cause I was like, I know damn well, I'm never going to make that mistake yeah. <laughs> again. <laughs> not letting that happen twice. Yeah. That's uh, a good example actually too, because you, you know, if you, sometimes you try and be the nice guy and you're just like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, pay me at the end or whatever. No big deal. And then they just take advantage. It's like, um, we had a situation one time that like the comparison was like, what do you do? You go to the store, buy a gallon of milk, drink it and then pay for it after. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's how it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Um, I, I kind of just have maybe one more last question. Um, what would be your general advice to, um, maybe younger business owners or maybe you five years ago? Yeah, I think that, um, you know, I, I, I do mentor a couple kind of up and coming people now. And I always say the same thing is that like, take your time. Yeah. Uh, cause I think when you rush into things, sometimes you might think like, this is how to do it. But if you don't diligently do your kind of like background research and, you know, figuring out like, how's this going to work? What's financing look like? How am I going to, yeah. you know, where's this money going to come from? What happens in, you know, if, coronavirus for instance like do yeah. i have, can i figure it out like and there's things like that there's going to be unknowns always and i've ran through plenty of unknowns but i think that by me 
doing my research and taking my time and not rushing into things and not saying the first location I saw, I'd be like, that's where we're going to do this. If I had done that, I had a location on Hope Street that I was almost going to take, had no drive-through. Drive-through was never in my original Thoughts, business plans. Yeah. yeah. And if I look back enough, I had gone to that location. We would never be where we are today. And I remember I was almost going to jump the gun on it. And then I was just like, you know what? Let me think about this some more. And then like the next day, this opportunity on North Main Street had come about. So it's like I almost did that. But when I kind of was like, you know what? I'm not dead suddenly yet. So I think that yeah. just goes to you. It's like I think first instincts are important. Yeah. But they're not always the right thing to like do. Like your so. gut is still kind of important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, you know, sometimes always like stick with your gut feeling or, you know, but for the most part it's, you know, but I'm a, I'm a processing person. So, yeah. um, but then there's also people procrastinate yeah. and like that you could procrastinate forever. forever. So, and that's kind of like that entrepreneurial like um, roadblock, right? Which is like, can you really do this or is it just a, you know, a dream or is it just a goal of yours yeah. and, and making that leap sometimes is the most difficult thing because, oh, yeah. you know, if you can't get out of your comfort zone and if you can't, you know, see down the road thinking five, 10 years from now, not right now, it can yeah. be a challenge to people. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like um, that. cool. and it's, it's not for everybody and you guys know that. I mean, yeah, yeah, exactly. Everybody's different. Some people are much more just don't think, just go yep. make a decision and that's it. But, yep. um, I do think some thought is is good. I'm probably in the middle. Yeah. I mean, I go with my, I kind of like, but then I have buyer's remorse a lot. So like, I'm that guy. <laughs> you do it like, and then you're like, oh, yeah, shit, I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> and like, I've gotten way better at that though, where it's yeah. like, instead of even getting myself to that, I process things more and think yeah. about like, eh, you know, I'm not going to do that. Or We might whatever. have buyer's remorse with this goddamn paint yeah we'll see. pick a color and be like, we'll see. Just flip a coin <laughs> but i mean seriously even even going off that like you like i have mike to turn to if i run into something tough like with you like you're saying you had to i keep hitting that damn thing you like you had to kind of learn on your own how to cope with yourself and figure yep. it all out by yourself you know you had no one else kind yeah. of help but i mean i know your wife was supporting you yeah, and all that but she doesn't but, know what she's talking about oh not you know what i mean like she doesn't like, know like the, big right, the business, business side yeah, yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. like you know so it's definitely finding ways to like get over that and, you know, overcome that feeling of like, how am I going to do this? Or what yeah. am I going to do? Or am, is it the right decision or not? And, mm-hmm. and sometimes there's just too much thinking. You just got to just gotta yeah. go for it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think that's where people get confused sometimes on, do I want this cushy job where I'm comfortable and I get paid the same amount every week and I'm safe and I've got all this up Or do I want to take that risk of like, you know, and you don't know sometimes, right? The, the fear of the unknown is probably like the biggest thing. But like Gary Vee says, the number one excuse is fear, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, and then it's true though, if you think about it, like it's a balance people thing, use yeah. fear all the time. Oh, I'm afraid to do that. I'm afraid yeah. to, but it's like, or like you, you are said, always saying you're afraid of things. You're never gonna get it done. Right. right. Yeah. I like so. that. Cool. Uh, well, Chris, give you give, give Providence Bagel a shout out. Tell people where they can find the locations if they don't already know and your cool. Instagram. Yeah, so Providence Bagel on Instagram, um, Providence Bagel on Twitter, Providence Bagel on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, so North Main Street in Providence, Mineral Spring in North Providence, and the Kingston Emporium at URI. Cool. Great. Go check them out. Cool. Grab a bagel. Say hello if you see Chris. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, this is a lot of fun. I'm yeah. glad, uh, we glad could we go got for a long up. time. I feel like we, <laughs> yeah. could, we could just keep going if yeah. we wanted to. We need more spin drift. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out spin drift. Let them yeah. know. <laughs> uh, thanks for listening, guys. Hope you made it this far. Uh, if you enjoyed, give us a rating and um, check us out on Instagram for clips, little videos, photos. Um, subscribe, pass us along, and uh, we'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>